honored that you're here, that you're listening. I'm honored that he put me here. And so let's move forward in what he has for us. He's preparing us for his return. He's giving us instruction, revelation, knowledge. If we follow him, we can be ready for him to come. We can be that church without spot or wrinkle. How exciting is that? All right, so let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you for teaching us your way. We thank you and praise you that you want us to be a part of your life, that you've chosen us to be a part of your life. And we are honored, and we want to go forth in your name and bring glory to your name. So excited to be here to do your work, to teach your way. I love you. I praise you. We love you. We give you all the glory in your name. And so what Jesus wants to say to us today he wants to set us free with these, these words, these few words. Same words he said to Mary, go and sin no more. You don't have to sin anymore. You don't have to. He set you free from that. He's given you the grace when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you. His seed is on the inside of you, and you don't have to sin anymore. You don't have to sin anymore. You're set free from that sin. But the enemy would like to say, oh, you can't let go of that. And he would like to keep condemning you. Just like those who were condemning Mary. Jesus said, I don't condemn you. Where are your accusers now? You know, lots of people like to try to get the speck out of your eye when they got a plank in their own. And we need to listen to Jesus. And go ahead and let him correct us. And then just go and, and let it go. Know that you're forgiven. And, and just don't do it anymore. And how do you not do it anymore? You draw on his power, his power. He's giving you the power to overcome. That's what the cross is about. So he's saying today, let's move forward. Don't dwallow in it. You're forgiven. Don't let the enemy harass you. Jesus went around doing good, healing all who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. And, and he's doing it with his wisdom. He's saying, don't listen anymore. Stop. Stop listening to the enemy. We have to take captive our thoughts and think the word of God. And I just want to repeat to you today, Jesus isn't condemning you. Just like with Mary, he's saying, just go, forget about it now and just move forward. He wants us to move forward. Throw it away. I have, I have jotted down here. Throw it away. Move on to be his disciple Stop letting the enemy toy with us and just block him from our lives once and for all. You know, he comes into your thinking. He comes as a thought. And it, it's as an overwhelming, condemning thought. And we need to stop him, like Peter said in his onset. Stop him from talking to you. Block him out. Stop listening to him. He's a liar. He's dangerous to listen to. He's like walking through poison ivy. He's poison. Don't listen to him. And that's how you just move on. If he tells you you can't go without that, that sin that he's accusing you of, first he accuses you of it, then he tells you that you can't go without it, stop listening to him. He's a liar. Block him out. So many get stuck in sin. Because they're not allowing Jesus to free them. And that grace has freed you. That grace that Jesus gave you 
working for you. All you have to do is take it. Just say, okay, I take it. He suffered for you. If you make a mistake, you don't have to suffer. You repent, which means you change your way, you stop sinning, and you move forward. You just move forward. You move on to be that disciple he called you to be. The thing is that, you know, many people like Paul are saying, would you get this thorn on my side, please? It's driving me crazy. I want to just go back to saying, block him. Stop listening to him. Jesus said, God said, my grace is sufficient for you. I want to read that to you. 2 Corinthians 12, and to keep me from being puffed up, huh, listen to this, from keeping me from being puffed up with too much elated by exceedingly greatness of these revelations, there was given to me a thorn, a splinter in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to rack and buffet and harass me to keep me from being excessively exalted. That's revelation. Satan does not want you to move forward. He does not want you to be puffed up with revelation knowledge. He doesn't want you to know what you're doing or what's going on in in your life. He wants you to be confused and mixed up. But when you go to Jesus and you sit at his feet, he's going to teach you the truth. And he's going to lead you to truths like this. The Holy Spirit is your teacher, teacher, your counselor, your standby. He's there for you for anything that you need. And this is revelation that you need. As soon as you move forward in Jesus, Jesus said in Mark 4, the enemy is going to come and try to stop that from happening. And Jesus said, if you don't get this, you're not going to get anything. And right here, Paul is saying, a messenger of Satan to keep me from being puffed up with too much revelation, with, with, with too much with, with greatness of these revelations, there is given to me a thorn, a splinter in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to rack and buffet and harass me and keep me from being excessively exalted. Three times I called on the Lord and besought him about and begged that it might depart from me. You know, many people are doing that today. They're begging God to get rid of all these things in their life. God, please, as I said, I can't take it anymore. You need to do something. You need to do something, God. And he's saying to you, my grace, as he said to Paul, my grace, favor, and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect and fulfilled, complete and show themselves most effective in your weakness. You know, when you are on the right track, the enemy is going to come. When you are pressing towards Jesus, and this is where, where a lot of people just quit because they can't handle the pressure. They think they can't handle the pressure from the enemy. But if you know the pressure is going to come to begin with, when you know that there's pressure on the narrow path, and you know Jesus is on the inside of you, and you draw on that grace, his strength, you can overcome in your weakness. 
Paul said he glories in his weakness and infirmities. And what he means is when you're on the right track, when you're pressing forward and the enemy comes, as James says, count it all joy. You know, it is that 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 initial press that he puts on, it makes it it makes you feel like you can't take it. But when you press through in Jesus' strength, when you block him, when you stop him from talking to you, you can get over that hump and move on. But God wants you to know today is that you don't have to call on him and keep begging him. But he's calling you to do his work, right? He said, if you believe in me, then you're going to do what I was doing. He's calling you to get on top of the situation, to stop wallowing in that sin. Stop playing with it. Stop going back and forth. Stop letting the enemy accuse you. And just move forward. Just move forward in that work that he has for you. He has a work for you. He's coming. He's asking you to prepare the way for him. He's asking you to do great things. And so the enemy is trying to pull you down and sink you down and pull you down in that sin and get you to regret it and just keep beating yourself up over it. Jesus said, I don't condemn you. Now just go and just don't do it anymore. Repent. Draw in my strength. My grace is sufficient for you. I got on the cross for you. I bore your sickness, your disease, your weaknesses, your distresses, your sorrow. You don't have to suffer. Jesus did it for you. But I just want to say that that initial press through, once the enemy finds out you know what's going on and you're just going to press through that pressure even though it's there. You know, like, you know, the first time that you do something, like maybe the first time you get on stage and talk in front of a bunch of people, that pressure comes, that fear comes. But when you walk through and you just keep going, it's going to get better and better and better. And, and you're going to get better at it. The enemy's going to come, you're going to block him out, and you're going to get better at it because you're on a mission. You're being a part of Jesus' life. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, that's really the commitment. I'm going to be a part of your life. I'm going to go and do what you were doing. It doesn't look easy at all, but I know that I can do it because you live on the inside of me. Jesus lives on the inside of you. So what is it you can't do? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Don't let the enemy um, just bombard you with that impossible stuff because it is possible. Anything is impossible for him who believes in Jesus is good at impossible. That's what he does is the impossible. And so you are on the right path when the enemy comes against you. And you can count that all joy because you're going to get to the place where you're going to be mature and you're going to learn patience and you're not going to lack anything. So go ahead and glory in it. Glory in your weakness and let Jesus take over in his power. But understand this, that as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to stop you. And you've got to be prepared for that storm. And and then understand also that Jesus gave you the power, the equipment, the keys to the kingdom to take authority over him. So stop letting him rule over you. Prepare the way for Jesus, as Jesus is saying, is prepare the way for me. Move on. 
He's asking us to raise the dead, cast out demons, lay hands on the sick. And we're just sitting and feeling bad about ourselves because we sinned. Jesus knows you didn't mean to sin. And if you do mean to sin and and you want to sin and be without Jesus, that's as well your choice. But most of us want Jesus. We want good. We want happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. And so don't let the accuser of the brethren condemn you. Just pick up your mat and go. Just go. Go and sin no more. You know, um, what comes to mind right now is the blind man. They're like, who sinned? His mother, his father? And Jesus said, that's not what this is about. We're going to get things, we're changing things. He came to defeat the works of the enemy, not condemn us. He came to defeat the works of the enemy, to raise us up and call us to walk in his likeness, to do what he did and do what he said, just like he said and did what his father would do. Being a part of his life is being a part of his mission to do good. He loves you. He's on your side. He, he's cheering you on. He's calling you right now today through me. He's speaking to you and saying, come on, get on your horse and let's ride in. You know, he's, uh, I say this over and over again, he's coming and he's giving us plenty of warning to watch and pray, to get ready. Watch and pray means what's my assignment, Lord? What do you want me to do today, Lord? Um, you know, and then when the enemy comes to try to knock you down, you get back up. And you tell him who's the boss. Stop listening to him. It started, starts at Jesus' feet. Go there and listen to him every morning. Hear what he has to say and put a block on the enemy. Stop letting him tell you what is and what isn't, what you can do, what you can't do. Stop letting him run your life. Stop letting him, him condemn you. That's the word I have for you today. Stop letting him condemn you. It's okay. It's okay. Just go and sin no more. Just make a decision. You're not going to do it. Make a commitment. And if you forget, if the enemy tricks you, Jesus will remind you. But you got to keep your ear open to him. Have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to you. He is so very much in love with you. If you never asked him to come and live on the inside of you, Revelation 3.20, he said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed his voice... That means if you do what he tell you, tells you to do, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. He's going to be your God, not the enemy. When you follow his voice, you won't be following the voice of the enemy. You'll be following Jesus, and you'll be preparing the way for him. You'll be watching and praying. You'll be going around doing good, healing all who are asked and oppressed by the enemy, anointed by God to do his work. The enemy is out to kill, still, and destroy. And so we got to choose whose life are you going to be a part of. Jesus came that you may have life, have it to the full, and tell it overflows. Let him give you that good life. So if you want Jesus to come and live on the inside of you and you're committing to do his will, if you're going to repent of your ways and change to his way, then pray with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want us to be a part of your life. We thank you so much that you're teaching us your way and preparing us to make the way for you. 
We know we can't do anything without you, but with you, all things are possible. So we draw on your grace, your strength, and we refuse to wallow in what we did wrong in our sin, but we choose to get up and go and sin no more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We come to you, and we get our rest from you, our acceptance from you. Give you all the glory in your name. He is so in love with you. Just go to him now. Go to him every day and listen to him. Listening to him blocks the enemy. Don't let him in. Don't let him touch you. He has no right. I heard someone say, treat him like the criminal he is. He's a criminal.